0: Peter Sherman back with you, uh, along with panel, Reverend Dr. Sherry DeNovo, Michael Giles, and Kristen carmichael Greb, who I neglected to say is Councillor Ward 16 Eglinton Lawrence, at least for now, Kristen. For now. Um, you're, you're in an election. <laughs> I don't know what your ward number will be or if you're going to win, but uh, obviously I wish you luck. Thank Look, you. let's get into um, uh, the whole Trump issue over the past week, he's uh, been buffeted around a little bit. Uh, although I think he's built to take it, uh, buffeted around in the sense that uh, there are there are people who, like his uh, his one time personal lawyer Michael Cohen who pleaded guilty to a variety of counts that, uh, in a way, impact Mr. Trump uh, because they they address things like hush money. There doesn't seem to have been any crime here. Uh, I'm told. But uh, I don't profess to be a lawyer. Uh, But hush money paid to uh, ladies who had something to do with Trump, if I can put it that way. And I'm being kind. Uh, And uh, so Trump appeared on Fox earlier this week and had this to say about impeachment.
1: I don't know how you can impeach somebody who's done a great job. I'll tell you what, if I ever got impeached, I think the market would crash. I think everybody would be very poor. Because without this thinking, uh, you would see you would see numbers that you wouldn't believe in reverse.
0: I think it's probably unlikely, and I suspect that you'd all agree, that uh, whether you like him or you don't like him, I think it's unlikely he's going to be impeached if... if the numbers in the House of Representatives uh, change in the uh, midterms, which are elections that are held in November, there could be a move to impeach, but I I don't think it'll ever make it to the Senate, so I think you're going to see Trump serve his first term out. However, this is the discussion. Uh, So I'm going to put it to you, and I'll start with you, Kristen. Uh, What do you think of what you've heard? What do you think of uh, the fact that uh, you've got Paul Manafort, his original campaign manager, uh, who apparently is going to go to jail unless he gets a pardon, which is being talked about, I think he is going to go to jail. You've got Michael Cohen saying, yeah, I paid some hush money, and you've got uh, Democrats making noises, and that's all it is so far, about impeachment if they wind up in control of the House of Representatives.
2: I mean, I, th- I think there might be a push for impeachment, but I, I agree. I don't think it will ever happen. Um, I I think he still has enough Republican support in certain areas of the country that that people will not be up in arms, literally, but, well, in the States you never know, but, but they, they will be up in arms about trying to impeach their president.
0: Well, Giuliani, you know, who's now billed as his personal lawyer and who I think has probably gone off the deep end, that's just an <laughs> aside on my part. Giuliani was this great guy who really directed New York well on 9-11, and uh, he also cleaned up New York before 9-11, and he gets credit for that. But uh, these days, he, t- he tends to be an aging and somewhat outrageous figure, as far as I'm concerned. So I'll throw it to you, uh, Sherry, and, and uh, let you comment on on what you're hearing and, and particular uh, with re- particularly with reference to Giuliani saying if Trump is impeached the american people will revolt
3: like they did when nixon was impeached <laughs> Not. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think there's any any chance of his impeachment, though. Of course, until unless the numbers change. Uh, but personally, I think Stormy Daniels should run for Senate. I mean, I that's where I'm at. I mean, I, I honestly uh, that that woman um, has really stood up with a backbone and done what's right. And I it, 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 does anybody. Does anybody think for a second that he didn't pay hush money to to women? Of course he did. Of course he did through his lawyer. I don't think there's any question. So, I mean, come on. I mean, the sad reality is I think those who are supportive of Trump would support him even if they strung up their children at this point. Um, uh, That's the the sad reality. And uh, I think he will serve out his first term, which is sad for us all.
1: Okay, and let's go over to uh, Michael. Well, yeah, I, I mean, in terms of impeachment... It's, I, I suppose there's a path to it. It's possible if there to be 30 or so seats uh, changed in the, the House of Representatives. Uh, I think, frankly, the Democratic Party would be making a mistake doing that. I don't think it's... Uh, you know, but it does happen... You know, in terms of uh, constitutional procedures there, it would make no difference because this would go to the United States Senate where he needs to be. That's where any president needs to be tried. And there would never be a conviction on this stuff in the United States Senate. So you'd be wasting like 18 months as you headed towards the uh, 2020 election. In terms of Giuliani, definitely off the rails. I mean, the clown shoes are definitely on. I saw the interview with the, uh, you know, the golf cart. And it's just it's insane. Uh, I think that there's nothing on the table right now. And, you know, he does have a point in the sense that there would be a sector of the American population who would, you know, revolt, whatever that would, you know, manifest itself as were there to be any attempts to remove Trump because there's this whole notion of the deep state and state, deep state and all this kind of stuff. But in terms of, uh, you know, where he's standing right now, you know, he's had five people that are sort of connected to him, either been charged or convicted of, of offences. I think the concern that it would be floating around the White House right now is, you know, what what is in you know the quote unquote the safe of this guy who's the uh, editor of the National Enquirer, aptly named Pecker, but who, you know what's what is the what's in that safe? You know, what else has uh, uh, Mueller got? He's well, been, they
0: should call Geraldo Rivera
1: to open it up. Well, I think he actually he'd be a little too <laughs> tame. He'd be a little too. But the reality is that you know what else is floating around? Mueller has been very strategic and very good at you know keeping things quiet. He's obviously been making deals. He's obviously been talking to. people. People. He's been granting immunity. What is out there that he is granting immunity for? Now, if I was, you know, in the White House, and I definitely wouldn't be in this White House, but if I was, I'd be thinking to myself, you know, what are all these immunity deals about? What
0: is this case that's being built that could potentially be um, Let me be interrupt real? you, Michael, and, and uh, come back at me on this one. I, I, if you asked me the question, what are the, the immunity deals for, my answer to you would be, and everybody can weigh in on this, but I'll start with you, Michael. Uh, I would say that, therefore, Anybody who has evidence that they care to give that would uh, that would skewer Trump,
1: absolutely. I mean, the
0: the original um, task that was that was the mandate, I guess, that was given to Mueller was to investigate whether there was any collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. There hasn't. There really hasn't been any um, uh, proof of that sort at all. So he's going anywhere that he can, and I think what he's looking for
1: is dirt. Well, and keep in mind, though, that, yeah, the, the original mandate from Rosenstein was the collusion with Russia. But if you look at the letter, the mandate letter, it said, or anywhere that might take you, essentially, yeah. is what it said, and that's what's happening here. Again, we don't know how this connects to collusion with Russia. There may well be the smoking gun sitting somewhere, like in the Nixon, you know, the Nixon era, and you know, it could be sitting there. Mueller's doing something, and and but he's been very good at retaining that and keeping that quiet until he uses it. So, you know, is it to, is there a major case there or not? A smoking gun? I guess we're just going to have to wait to find out. Anybody else have a comment on that?
3: Uh, No, I mean, this is, uh, but, you know, this is kind of one thing after another, after another. Oh, it's going to keep on going, Sherry. And it's going to keep on going, and it's going to get wackier and wackier, and, uh, I, I think that's uh it, it depends on really ultimately at the end of the day, uh the midterms will be very interesting to see because uh if the Democrats really do pull this off, um then we're into a, possibly a new a new reality. I don't think enough to get him impeached, but certainly um uh it's gonna be a problem for him. And, well, I mean, they'll and shoot themselves own- in the
0: if, – if they try to impeach him, they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. No, exactly. And they've got to worry about two years hence.
3: Exactly. The, the real question to me is his followers. What will it take before they kind of wake up and see that, you know, this isn't their guy? Um, and, uh, uh, you know, one thing after another after another, ultimately people do change their minds. They change their minds to vote for, for him. They can change their minds to vote against him. And I, I guess that's the hope.
0: I have a feeling, um, and I hear what you're saying, that the people who are for him are never going to change their minds. And I'm interested, and I'm going to ask uh, Kristen to respond to this, when you see something like Giuliani says, if Trump were impeached, the American people would revolt, I wonder what it means to you, because I actually think that there are enough people on the Trump side uh, who... Revolt would would be interpreted by them to mean um, guns in the street. I honestly believe that, Kristen.
2: Well, and that's why I made my comment that you would have Americans who are his hardcore supporters who would be up in arms. Um, he does have a base that, no matter what he says, what he does, uh, they will support him. They'll believe that it's you know the fake news or or whatever, and and that he's in the right.
0: All right. That uh, takes us through another segment, and we'll come back, and uh, I think when we do, we'll talk a little bit about Maxime Bernier and uh, also about uh, something that Joe Oliver, the former finance minister, wrote uh, in today's National Post, which has to do with uh, the culture, the feel-good culture of the Trudeau government. So that coming up with Reverend Dr. Sherry DeNovo, Michael Giles, Kristen carmichael Greb, and me, Peter Sherman, on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.